Bestie. Hey guys, get to Bestie Homeschool and Mama's coming at you. I'm Gail. And I'm Christina. And welcome to today's episode. It is week four of our 2024 vision series. And we are super excited for this one as it's about keeping your marriage healthy. Now I know you're going to say, we've talked about all those things, Gail. We have a little bit different take of it this mm-hmm. time. Miss Christina has really kind of dove deep into the little things in marriage that we don't always think about. Yeah. Right. So we're going to let Chris take it off. Okay. So it's 2024. It's a new year full of growth and potential, right? So let's take this chance to make sure that our marriage is healthy. We actually, like she just said, we talk about this a lot. It is so important to us. We just, we really have a passion for marriage. And I love that about us. We both, we've said it before, we come from, you know, homes where our parents weren't together. Mm -hmm. And so it is super important to us that we keep marriages together. Yeah. Encourage you to work it out or figure out how to be friends again, how to fall in love again or stay in love. Exactly. So instead of talking about those things that we've talked about before, we're going to talk about the little things that make all the difference. So we've talked about the dating, Mm -hmm. often the speaking kindly to your spouse, being more intimate. Like those are kind of big general things, right? So today she's got some Eensy beansy ideas that make a huge difference. Absolutely. So let's talk first about talking to your spouse, but not just talking to your spouse, really listening. So I was actually convicted a little bit this week. I'm talking to a friend. We were just talking about that paying attention when when your spouse is talking to you mm-hmm. and not scrolling on your phone like put your phone down like half listening yeah mm-hmm. cuz we we all do it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. especially if you are okay so i am married to a computer geek mm-hmm. and i love my computer geek but i don't speak computer geek right mm-hmm. so sometimes when when we are talking it's like a, he's talking a whole nother language that mm-hmm. I don't understand and yeah. I can't relate to and I don't have those reference points. And it can be really hard yeah. sometimes to stay focused. Right. But it's important to him. Yeah. So I need to make effort mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm really listening. Right. Ask the questions, make the eye contact, put the phone down, you know, just really be intentional mm-hmm. about having those conversations where you can both share the things that are important to you Mm -hmm. and just really paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it goes both ways. You don't want to talk at your spouse Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't want to just be spatting information to them, especially if you think that they aren't going to remember what you're going to say. And it's something important. So it's also your responsibility when you guys are talking if he has his phone up or, you know, is watching TV or something, if you say, hey, this is important real quick, could you pause whatever you're doing and we can talk or mm-hmm. is this not a good time? You know, you have to be intentional, too, about getting the attention mm-hmm. that you need, um, not in a nagging way, not in, in a, you know, terrible way, but we have to make sure they're listening, too, because if we're talking at them, just talking at them. And you see that they're clearly doing something else. Mm -hmm. But then a week later, they don't remember that Aunt Sue is coming, you know, and staying for a week. Right. Make sure that those... not really their fault. Right. Make sure that those conversations that you are having 
both directions mm-hmm. that that you're listening and focused. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would I would add to we women like mm-hmm. to complicate things mm-hmm. sometimes. Oh, yeah. oh, sure. Sometimes we come at our spouse and we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Guys naturally want to fix our problems. It's just in them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we just need them to listen. Yeah. Voice that too. You have to voice that. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't voice that to them, mm-hmm. they're in fix it mode. And mm-hmm. then they try to fix it. And that's not what you need or want. Right. And then it just becomes a fight. Right. You're irritated that he didn't just listen the way right. you wanted him to. Right. Mm-hmm. So use your words. <laughs> as we would say with our kids, right? Use mm-hmm. your words and say, I just need to vent. I just need to talk this out. I don't need you to I fix it. I don't need you to fix this. Mm-hmm. And then he can listen and turn off all of the fix it-ness yep. that he wants to do. Right. right? All their little um, cards that pop up in their yes. heads with, okay, step one, step two. Yeah, yes. those, those will go away. Yes, because he will have a solution. He will, he will come up or find a solution. Not always is it one you're going to want either. Exactly. So, and if you want to work this out on your own, it's very important to tell them that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They don't know it if you don't tell it because right. our minds work differently than theirs do. Right. 100% we think differently than they do. So mm-hmm. if we can communicate well, then that will help so much. Yeah. And that, I mean, that has to, I mean, that goes for even like silly little conversations, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah. Silly, silly conversations. I, I, okay, and I know this is silly, but my husband reads, well, him reading the books every morning is not silly, but like I want to talk to him like as soon as he gets out of the bedroom and I, he wants to read. And so he will put his finger on where he has stopped reading and look at me. <laughs> okay, tell me now. <laughs> See, he's showing you that he's listening. He is. And it's because also because I think one, he wants to hear me and two, he doesn't want to lose his place in his book and have to reread the page over again. So he puts his finger where he is. It's, it's, it cracks me up every single time I see him do it. And let me tell you, he does it about 17 times in a morning, about every day, because I wake up and <laughs> have all the things to say. Right. I don't know why. Well, usually because he gets home after I'm in bed, and so he didn't see anything from the day before, and so I have all these things to share. That will be changing soon, so hopefully that won't be so bad in the morning, and I can just let him be. (laughs) So David and I have started taking walks, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it is pretty much my word vomit session, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because he's just gotten off of work. I've been with the kids all day. And it's just, we are walking and I am word vomiting all over and he can't get a word in edgewise. Yeah. And so it takes- Which is it, weird for him because he's, he's good and, with the words. And it's weird for me. I He's the talker. I am not typically, right? But mm-hmm. this is, we have just realized that this is that time of day where I need to talk and he needs to listen. Mm-hmm. And then on our walk back, he'll be able to chime in and tell me whatever mm-hmm. he wants to. But I just have to get all of those words out. Yeah. And it works for us. <laughs> That's funny. So I, I will say too, knowing your husband's love language helps mm-hmm. in this area too, mm-hmm. right? Because if they, maybe they're not a big talker, maybe they... That's not something that they enjoy. It's still important. You still have to do it. You still have to be able to communicate. But if they have a love language, everyone has a love language. So we want to know what that is so that we can show them how to love them well in their how they'll receive it. Yes, absolutely. So know your, your spouse's love language 
mm-hmm. on top of that. My my husband's is well, physical touch always. All I think that's them. almost always all the, men's all the first or second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quality time. Quality time. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome one. My husband is uh, acts of service. Oh, that's a very close second. Mm-hmm. I think it used to be only that, mm-hmm. but that was because he didn't see it as much as he wanted to. And now that I'm home, he sees it all the time. So I think mm-hmm. that the quality time is really switched over yeah. for him. Uh, it does change, guys. Oh, yeah. As we get older and we change, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that might be an inventory you want to take every couple of years we're going to get down to a section where we'll kind of talk about dreams and like yearly goals for Mm -hmm. your your marriage so maybe that would be something you could set in there yeah absolutely to like retake the test every year yeah and know them make sure you're loving each other that fills each other's tanks absolutely yep Mm -hmm. all right so let's talk a little bit about taking care of ourselves Mm -hmm. which this it's us, right? It doesn't always feel like us taking care of ourselves would impact our marriage, but it is such a big part of our, you know, it's it's a big part of who we are. And we as moms tend to put ourselves last, right? Mm-hmm. We do all the things for our husband. We do all the things for the kids. But do we really take time for ourselves? Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you do to take care of yourself um, for um, your husband? Well, I'm learning how to take better care of my body so that I'm here for a longer period of time mm-hmm. on this earth, mm-hmm. you know, as long as Jesus doesn't come back next week. And then it'll all be for naught. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I want to be healthy. I want to live as long as he does. And uh, that, as the way it stands and my medical issues, that may not be the case. And so I'm learning to do that for me and for him. Sure. Yeah. And then... Well, I don't know, just things to keep me sane. Coffee, going potty by myself is huge. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's huge. It is huge. It is huge. So I think of things that make Bible me... Bible reading has been much better this oh, year. Absolutely. And that's super helpful. Sorry, yes. I just thought of that. No, like, that's a that's great one. That's new for me. That's a great like, one. Like consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the most important one, to be honest, out of everything. Mm-hmm. I, for me, need to do things that help me feel pretty because Mm -hmm. for me, it is easy to be the frumpy mom with the messy bun and the pajamas all day long. And this could be a whole, this should be a whole nother episode Mm -hmm. that we will do, but it's easy to be that frumpy mom. And because I'm, again, I'm serving everybody else all day long. Mm I don't necessarily have or take the time to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. But when I do and I feel pretty because I did my nails or I put on some makeup or I got something cute to wear after the kids are in bed, whatever it is, Amen, do, right? do, do the things that make you feel pretty because when you feel pretty, that just, it changes things for, right. for your spouse. Mm-hmm. I do that too. Right? Yeah. I mean, these are all things that... It's easy to get dressed up and put on some makeup when you were going out on a date night. Right. Those Not those, so much when you're staying home. Right? It, and it's going to all come off in a minute anyways. Now we're going to have to put a different rating on this one. <laughs> nah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so make sure to take time to, to do those things for yourself, but not just for yourself, for your spouse. Right. It really does make all the difference yeah and if you are going to church together it's important to pray together 
Yes. Yes. I mean, I know that there are some of the ladies out there who are going to church by themselves. Mm -hmm. And I hope you are praying over your husband every single day. Mm -hmm. And I hope that that changes for your, for your marriage and for your life. But if you guys are a God fearing couple, Mm -hmm. you should be praying together. Absolutely. For sure. That changes your marriage. I mean, to me, that's almost more intimate than Mm -hmm. the other parts of intimacy. Yeah. Because you're sharing your day and your needs and your wants and your praises and your thanks with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if that really is the center of your marriage, that should feel the most intimate. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a great way to take care of yourself. Agreed. Agreed. That is such good words. Okay. So the last thing that I thought of that is so important, and I really think that this is something that a lot of us don't do mm-hmm. or don't do often enough. Mm-hmm. And this is to allow yourself to dream with your spouse. So we spend all these years raising kids, going, you know, working hard so that we can pay for the house and pay for the kids and pay for the cars and do all the things. And it's rush, rush, go, go, go. How much time do we spend dreaming about the things that we want to do? Mm-hmm. And and what happens when the kids are grown and gone? And, and you've never dreamed together. And you've never dreamed together. Where does that leave you? What What are you going to do with those are very lost marriages usually yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so take the time now while the kids are still at home while the kids are still little to dream not not just dream about the next vacation dream about the future dream about where you want to be in 10 20 30 years Mm -hmm. what type of grandparents do you want to be where do you want to travel to Do you have a business adventure that you want to do together after you're done and retire? You know, dream. Mm -hmm. Just dream as big and as crazy as you want to, but do it together so that you have somewhere to go and something to look forward to. There is a really cool couple. Well, I've actually seen a couple couples do this on social media, but they take their spouse away for a weekend or whatever, right around New Year's, like around Mm -hmm. that time. I don't know exactly when they go, but they go to a hotel and some of them will do their year planning in the hotel room and they'll bring like big long sheets of like butcher paper Mm. or they'll go to a local library where they're staying or whatever and use one of the quiet rooms or something like that. And they just, they draw out what they want for the next year. And I think that is really cool. That is. You hear that with businesses and nonprofits, right? The beginning of the year, they do that type of thing. Well, yeah, that's a great idea. Why aren't we doing that for our families, for our relationship? Well, and some of these couples that went and did this are both entrepreneurs. And so they want to see what their business is going to look like. But they want their spouse's input. Yeah. You know, and they want or their businesses together Mm -hmm. and so they want to do a marriage slash business you know year-long plan um i thought that was a really cool idea absolutely to get away yes please and then to get to dream with my spouse and then Mm -hmm. you know maybe go to a hot tub or a you know nice dinner or something later in the day yes please absolutely Mm -hmm. i love it sign me up right i'll be there (laughs) right (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be, you know, 
five years down the road, if you guys are struggling, work on the next six months. Sure. Make a dream for what you want your marriage to look like in six months. Yes. Small wins will help you to make it to that next milestone. And then you can dream again for the next six months. Absolutely. I just think that, you know, we can think big picture and you should think big picture, you know, retirement and, you know, those kinds of things. How will you get there? You have to plan for that, those kinds of things. But if you're in a rocky spot, Mm -hmm. focus on the first six months, fix it together. And then you can move on with bigger dreams once you have repaired whatever damage is happening right there or whatever trauma you need to work through or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, those are definitely things you need to address before you start long-term dreaming because that's just tearing. Obviously, we've said we want marriages to be healthy. We want them to be together. And I know that that's not always 100%, Mm -hmm. especially nowadays. So let's say you dream that 15, 20 years. You're going to mourn even more Mm -hmm. if you are not repairing what's happening now. So, I mean, if you are really struggling in your marriage, it might be best to dream short term Mm -hmm. and do the marriage repairs before you start doing big goals. I think that big goals are important. Absolutely. But only if you're healthy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's kind of just my thought, my Wilson for two. (laughs) Yes. Wilson for two. Love it. So these are all little things that we can do just every day, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of always focusing on the the bigger things. Yeah, like the weekly dates or monthly dates or right. mm-hmm. these are things that you can do all throughout all throughout your week. All day or day. Right? That add up to, okay, your spouse is seeing that you are paying attention. When they talk, they're seeing that you're taking an extra step to make yourself feel beautiful Mm -hmm. and therefore more, I don't want to say appealing because it's not about, it's not about the looks. It's really about the way you feel. Right. Right. It's really how you feel about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How that changes Mm -hmm. things. They see that and they appreciate that. And then dreaming together. These are all things that you can do that really just help things. Mm -hmm along mm-hmm. yeah for sure it keeps it healthy yeah. because you're working on it daily absolutely and you'd be surprised how when these little things are forgotten mm-hmm. how they all of a sudden become the big things absolutely absolutely one of the best pieces of advice i got before we got married was that your spouse it's always easier for your spouse to see the things that you forget to do rather than see the things that you do Mm -hmm. consistently that you always do, right? Mm -hmm. So if you, I I am not great at making the bed, right? Mm -hmm. So he notices that I don't make the bed, Mm -hmm. right? But if I were to change that and make an effort and make the bed, that's going to be the first thing he notices. Mm -hmm. Now, this is just a little thing. Does it matter if I make the bed or he makes the bed? It it doesn't really matter. But if if he's seeing that I'm making an effort, Mm -hmm. that's huge. Right. It really is about effort and behavior. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Modifying those behaviors to be in a, to really be in a combination Mm -hmm. relationship opposed Mm -hmm. to a selfish relationship. Right. Because when you start to reflect on what that person needs Mm -hmm. and how you can accomplish that, then it becomes a partnership. Absolutely. Like it really does. Absolutely. 
because you're putting that person's needs or wants or requests above your own. Yeah. You know, and that definitely gets noticed. Yeah. For sure. It's important. We should be doing that. Mm-hmm. As their spouse, we should be putting their needs and their wants above ourselves. And they're going to be doing the same for you, right? right? Right. So then both of your needs and wants are being met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's a healthy relationship things. right there. Yeah. And I mean, it's always about communication. And Absolutely. That's the number one everything uh, all the time. So if you have communication and you can figure out how to talk to them, so most of the other things come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, but the li- these other little things are not something you always think about. Right. So Right. Because we're moms and we're busy right. and we have, we have about 18 tabs open in our brain. And we don't know tabs. where music's coming from. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, guys, if you resonated with this episode or you know someone that would really, really love this information, make sure to share it, like it, subscribe, write a review, do all the things to make sure that this gets out to it needs to get to. Again, we're super passionate about marriages. And if you know someone or you are someone who is in a struggling relationship uh, marriage, then, you know, we definitely got some things on here for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Christina's in my marriage to our husbands are not perfect, but they're pretty darn good after 20 years. Yep. Yeah. All right. Miss Christina's going to pray us out. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everyone listening. Thank you for our marriages. We know that they're not perfect and we know that we struggle, but we are so thankful for our spouse and we are so thankful for the chance to, to be their spouse just be with us as we go about our days help us to put our spouse first and above ourselves and to lean on you when when we need to thank you again for loving us unconditionally even though we are not worthy pray this in your holy name amen amen all right guys we'll see you next week bye Bye. hey bestie